0: People of the world, welcome to the VGM Fight Club. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome once again to the VGM Fight Club. People of all the world, um, welcome to the VGM Fight Club. Um, happy Pride Month to those who are celebrating it. Um, we try to be all inclusive here. Uh, but you know, uh, once again, welcome to the VGM Fight Club. I am, of course, your host, the Commissioner The Last Recon. And you know, we've got a bit of an interesting show tonight, but first, some top of the show stuff, ladies and gentlemen, people of the world. We have our first ever VGM Fight Club Tag Team Champions. None other than the team of Game That Tune, John J. Gangsta Harrington and Jesse the Sega Legend Moore. Gentlemen, congratulations on your victory. You are the inaugural VGM Fight Club Tag Team Champions. Do not worry. You will not have to defend your titles till next season. And speaking of next season, oh man, do I have some episodes lined up for you guys for next season see we're finishing off this season as in this is episode 9 the next episode will be episode 10 which is the season finale I decided when I first started the show like the first season was I think like only eight or nine episodes long I'm kind of one of those people I don't like odd numbers so I decided okay from now on I'll just end every season at 10 episodes take like a month or two off and then come back You know, it helps me out because I don't get burned out, and it gives me time to get a couple with new ideas and learn a few, you know, audio and editing tricks, so to say. But, with that being said, um, getting off topic, congratulations, guys. Um, Now, the thing is, so, Team Game Game.Tomb is not just only comprised of John Harrington and Jesse Moore. It's also comprised of David Fleming and John Regan. So, with that being in mind, I will allow what's known as Freebird rules when defending the titles. How Freebird rules work, basically, is that any member of that group can swap in to defend the title. So Freebird rules apply. Um, now, another thing I want to point out. So Robin Pernell had a. First off, Rob Nichols, sir, sir, you're gonna call me out, really, on the podcast pre-show okay, sir, I'll see you next month, well, next season, once I'm done with it. But I concur, I, going on. Uh, so, Prudell, he had a bit of a, <laughs> he had a bit of an issue <laughs> with the results of the voting because, all right, so the theme was tracks to race to. Now, I will say ahead of time that I did say that The topic was purely subjective, okay, up to interpretation, anything they put. Now, John and Jesse, they played a lot of really smooth, like, driving tracks, whereas Robert Purnell played a lot of real hard-pounding, rocking tracks, and in the end, they lost. (laughs) And I guess that kind of, you know, (laughs) rubbed Purnell the wrong way. Do not worry, Purnell. I am a fair and just commissioner. However, I did say, as I always say in the words of Judge Mills Lane, I'll allow it. So with that being said though, I will allow Robin Purnell to re-challenge for the tag team championships next season. However, if anyone else steps up to challenge, they will have I will pit Robin Purnell against each other. Well, I'll put Robin Purn team RMP Express against whomever the other tag team is who wants to go after the Tag Team Championships, and then the winner of that match will go against Team Game That Toon. That's only if anyone else wants to challenge for the title between then and now. So, with that being said, I do have some great episodes lined up for Season 3. So, first episode of Season 3 will be the Sega Street Fight against myself and Ed Wilson, because it was revealed last episode that Ed Wilson has been backing the Inner Circle. He's been backing Team Game That Tune, Team Inner Circle this whole time. He's been the one that's been bankrolling the, you know, million-dollar Recon, lining his pockets. He's been the one that has caused all this trouble on my show because he wants to take over all VGM podcasts, and I say no. So next season, it will be myself versus Ed Wilson in a Sega Street Fight, and I do know Ed is very well-versed in Sega, but so am I. I grew up on the Sega Genesis. I had a Sega Genesis in my house. I was a Sega kid. So, with that being said, Sir Wilson, bring it on. Also, next season, I'm going to have a couple of um, interesting um, themes going on. (laughs) So, um, and it'll kind of be in the vein of the season finale's theme. So, with that being said, oh, also, um, interesting enough... We're gonna have some very special. We're gonna have a very special match next season. Um, I don't want to spoil it. Let's just say a certain journey might be taken by someone and their significant other, and that's all I'm going to say on that. But with that being said, on to the topic of tonight's match. See, a while back I was a guest on Very Good Music, a VGM podcast, and we were doing the Pokemon episode. Now, during the episode, Young Shoot let it be known that he believes Gen 5 is a better gen than Gen 2. (sighs) Kids. So adorable. So, with that being said, Shoot's father, and it might have been Shoot himself as well, came up with the idea of a a match between myself and Young Shoot Kapow. Gen 2... The superior gen, the gen I like, versus Gen Five, that gen, you know, the gen that Shoot likes. So basically, Gold, Silver, Crystal, Heart Gold, Soul Silver, versus White, Black, White, Black Two. And I accept it. So, Shoot has chosen five tracks. I have chosen five tracks. We have each chosen a Sudden Death. Now, I am a very magnanimous. Person, granted, I am much older than shoot, so I will allow them to go first. So, with that being said, oh, and before we begin, because I do not feel like repeating this throughout the entire episode, I'm not doing it. All right, so the composers for Pokemon Heart Gold, well, for the composers of Pokemon Gold, Silver, and Crystal was Junichi Masuda, Golichinose, Morikazu Aoki, with let's see. Hitomi Sato and Shota Kagayama and Takuto Kitsuta joining Ichinose and Masuda for Heart Gold and Soul Silver to compose. For Black and White, the composers are Shota Kagayama, Goichinose, Hitomi Sato, Junichi Masuda, Manako Adachi. And for Black and White 2, it was only Goichi Nose, Hitomi Sato, and Toru Tanaguchi. Okay? So, I'm not going to keep repeating the composers all that. The only thing I will be saying is, if there's any cover artists, whom they are. So, moving forward. Those are all the people that composed it. I will have information in the show notes. We're going to leave it at that. So, with that being said... We're gonna go with Shoot's first track, which is "Acula Town" from Pokémon Black and White. So, first round pick. Well, Shoot's pick for round one is "Acula Town" from Pokémon Black and White. Here we go. Town from Pokemon Black and White. Um, I forget what, alright, here's the thing. I have played every Pokemon game, okay, other than certain ones like Emerald, Crystal, and Platinum. I honestly do not remember where this plays at in the game. See, Pokemon Black and White and Black and White 2, I'm not saying it is the worst of the gens, Okay. I got some very good mons from this gen. Volcarona, Galvantula. Volcarona, Galvantula. <laughs> it's just... Alright, so with this gen, when it came out, I was... I, I, I've always been a water starter guy, okay? Um, so with gen 1, it was Squirtle. Even though technically I started with Silver, hence why it's my favorite gen. Because I did play Blue, Red Blue... But I technically owned silver before I owned any of those, and I went straight yellow instead of red and blue because my thing was, Well, I don't like Pikachu, but I get the three starters, and I would like to trade Squirtle over so I can have a Blastoise to fight alongside my Feraligator in Pokemon Silver. So, okay, we'll go this route. Anywho, um, plus I bought off a guy for like five bucks. I I, I can't, five dollars for Pokemon Yellow. Can't beat that at the time Anywho, so when ruby sapphire ruby and sapphire came out which i really don't want to get into that story i explained it i might explain it later tonight but regardless i was like yeah i skipped over i skipped over gen 3 completely gen 4 i was obsessed with okay then here comes gen 5 now with gen 4 i did choose torterra because my friend justin chose um chimchar which i wasn't going to choose a fire starter and my friend Ricky, God rest his soul, he had chose Piplup. So I'm like, well, damn. Well, I don't want to have, I, you know, I, I got to round it out. So I chose Turtwig, and it wound up being one of my favorite starters. I love Torterra. Like, I can't wait till I get Torterra in um, Sword and Shield. But with that being said, so here comes Gen 5. Okay, so I was pretty excited. You know, it's a new Pokemon game. Here's the starters. Okay, you have, um, I believe, Snivy. Okay. You have um Tet Pig. Okay. Ashawat. Oh, okay. It's an otter. Alright, cool, cool. Alright. Do what? Oh, it's a samurai otter. Okay. Samurai. Dope. It's a samurai, um. seal. Or sea lion. Okay, okay, cool, cool. Why does his stats.
1: Suck.
0: I don't like Gen 5 because the starters suck. Okay. And this was also the gen that continued for the second time round. The trend of firefighting. Look, I'll say this much about you fire starters. You know, people that picked the fire starters. I felt so bad for y'all. Like, two gens in a row with firefighting. I mean, but then again, at least y'all got dual typing. Like, Jesus Christ, let's see. Um... Gen 1. Water. Gen 2. Water. Gen 3. Oh, we finally get dual typing. Um, wait, no, wait. Gen 3 was, uh... Oh, yeah, yeah. Water ground. Gen 4. Water steel. Gen 5. Water. Gen 6. Water dark. Hey, Greninja is great. Gen 7. Water fairy. Love Primarina. Uh, Gen 8... I'm, uh, I'm drawing a blank. Hold on. <laughs> uh, oh, wow. Gen 8. Oh, just straight water. But then again, all the Gen 8 starters are all just their typing, so. Although I will say this. I hate Inteleon, and I really wish I had picked Bunny in the beginning. Because, dear God, Cinderace is BOSS? Reminds me of King Kazama from Summer Wars, but I'm getting off topic, so. But then again, I'm talking about Pokemon. But yeah, this was a great starting track. I just don't really remember where it begins. This isn't me, like... Trying to like, I'm not shooting a skit or a promo again. I really don't remember much about <laughs> Pokemon Black and White. I do remember White 2 and Black and White 2 being really, really hard. See, I went Pokemon White because my boy Justin, me and him, had this thing. So every time a new Pokemon game comes out, uh, depending on the previous newest gen, the other, like whoever one picked, the other got to pick. Like, for instance, all right, when Diamond and Pearl came out, we played a game of Halo. I once I got to choose diamond, so he got pearl. Which I totally made sense because hey, you got girls, so pink was before I was a dad. So since I got to choose that, when um what was it? Uh White and Black came out, he got to choose black. I got no, he got to choose white. Oh wait, no. Yeah, he got to choose black. I chose white. Because for whatever reason, I think white yeah. White gave me Zekrom, because he wanted the dragon fire because Justin loves fire types. Um, and I, you know, I made the joke. I was like, "Oh, because your wife's white, you, you know, you want the black game." Ah, <laughs> uh, kids, <laughs> just, just a little joke between me and my friends. Um, uh, then when uh, Sun and Moon came out, immediately Justin told me, "I don't care which one you want. I'm getting Sun because it has a lion." That's a legendary, because Justin's a Leo, and he has a big thing with lions. I was like, dude, go ahead. I wasn't getting sun, I was getting moon. You know I'm a night person, so... There was that. And when Sword and Shield came out, I told him, like, yo, I'm getting shield. Rising of the Shield Hero. You you can't stop me. Which is a great anime and manga. And I need to... Wow, I think I'm really behind a manga. And I've really gotten off topic. Okay, on to my first track of the night. Alright, so my first track of the night is Dark Cave from Pokemon... Heart Gold, Soul Silver. I hope you guys enjoy. Dark Cave from Pokemon Heart Gold Soul Silver uh, for the Nintendo DS. Uh, I also should mention Pokemon Black and White and Black and White 2 were also for the Nintendo DS, whereas Pokemon Gold, Silver, and Crystal were for the Game Boy and Game Boy Color. Although, with uh, the current, if you go on a Virtual Console now, you can actually Buy and play the original gold, silver, and crystal on the virtual console. I know when they first announced uh Pokemon Red, Blue, and Yellow for the Virtual Console, I immediately bought blue because you know, uh, screw Pikachu and I hate Charizard. Um, and I played through it and had a grand old time. Uh, when they announced Sil like, you know, heart when they announced silver, gold and crystal, I immediately bought silver because th- look. You don't understand the amount of time I sunk into Pokémon Silver and Soul Silver. It is like if I had to list games that I have sunk the most amount of time in in my entire life, the top five would be Sky. Well, number one would be Pokémon Silver and Soul Silver. Two would be uh, it's a tie. Holy oh no 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 not really a tie. It, Halo three a lot of time playing Halo 3, especially online. Woo! Um four would be Marvel vs. Capcom 2. And five would be Skyrim. Like, those are the five games that I have sunk the most time in like just in general. So. But yeah, uh Dark Cave. Uh obviously, you know, Kind of speaks for itself. It's the thing that plays inside the caves in the game. And I gotta tell you, this is ridiculous that, uh... This reminds me of the fact that of all the Pokemon in the world, of all... Actually, not all... Not Pokemon, just like... Enemies in video games in general, Zubats, to me, are the worst enemies to encounter in any cave in any RPG. I hate fighting Zubats. If it's not confusion, it's poison, or it's least life. My God. I hate those things. Jesus Christ. I don't think I've ever even use the Zubat, Crobat, or Golbat on my team. Like, Oh, God. And then they came out with Swoobat and, um, what was it? Sun and Moon, I think? Oh, my God. Or or was that uh, X and Y? I forget. It's been so long. So many Pokemon games. All right. We're going to go ahead and move on to our second round. All right. Shoot's second round track is from Pokemon Black and White 2. And the theme is called Battle, Neil Team Plasma. All right, let's see what this kid's got. We'll be back. Alright, that was Battle with Neo Team Plasma from the game Pokemon Black and White 2. Um, so, the original track that Shoot submitted was 10 minutes long, so I kinda cut it short because my god, I'm sorry, this 10 minutes is a lot. Not saying anything is bad about this track, just you know. The, I think it's an extended track, so I think what they do is they just loop it at the end of what it normally would be. I think the original track's, like, only, like, a minute and 31 seconds long, so I let it play for a bit. But, um, definitely, yeah, it's, def- it's a good track. Again, like I said, I don't remember much about Black, White, and Black and White 2. Uh I do remember, like, uh, what was it, Teen Plasma and, them. And and like, they there they were some unique villains. I do like the Team Plasma symbol. So. <laughs> Alright. So. What's my pick for the second round? My second round track. Is from... Alright. This is gonna be... Pokemon Gold and Silver. Versus Rival Theme. But, it's a guitar cover by... The group known as Family Jewels. So, get ready to rock out. Versus rival thing from Pokemon Silver Gold and Crystal and that was a guitar cover by Family Jewels and look I gotta say this so it might be it might be a little you know favoritism on my behalf but I think the rival from Pokemon Silver Gold and Crystal was the best rival of the entire series okay like alright this guy he literally he stole a Pokemon like he he succeeded where Team Rocket failed, okay? He stole a Pokemon, and then he was good, okay? And he wasn't stuck to just poison types or whatnot. Like, this man stole a Pokemon that is the exact, that that that's the Pokemon type that your Pokemon's weak to, that your starter type is, that your starter type's weak to. Like, come on. The, the, the guy's a genius, in my opinion. I named my rival, Joggy, like, from Fissa North Star. Joggy. Say my name. Regardless, just... Ah, just, and yeah, he, he's rough around the edges, but by the end of the game, you know, he comes around. You know? I was interested to find that um, on certain days in the original, excuse me, Gold, Silver, and Crystal, that if you go to the Pokemon League to fight the Elite Four, sometimes he's there so he can challenge you to a rematch. So, yeah, that, that was something I was interested... To find out, because I remember uh, I was playing through the game, and I went to Elite Four because I was working on it, and he was just there. I forget what day it was. I was, I was like, wait, what, what's Jockey doing here? He's like, hey, Daryl. Hey, man, how you doing? I've been really training hard. How about a rematch? I'm like, all right, let's go. So, Oh, man. Heart gold, soul silver. Uh, and silver and gold and crystal. I went silver because, you know, Lugia. And my brother, he went gold because ho ho, because, you know, he's a Firestarter fanboy. But, uh, moving on to our third round. What is Shoot Kapow's third round pick? His third round track is Sky Arrow Bridge from Pokemon Black and White, which is a very, I, I've heard that, you know, he played this on the episode that I guest starred on, on his pod, on their pod, on the podcast that he hosts with his father. So, their father. Yeah. Sorry, my I'm tired. People, my words are getting confused. I'm getting a little tongue tied, but like, yeah. Um, so let's go ahead and give us their track a listen. house third round pick Sky Arrow Bridge from a, po- from a game Pokemon Black and White. I, uh, oh man. Again, I don't remember this area. Uh, from what Shoothead described in the episode that I guessed on, uh, it's basically a bridge you unlock, I think, at the end, during the post-game, and there's a lot of strong trainers on it, so you can, like, go back and forth, and I, also, uh, like, so you travel across the bridge on your bike, um, and it does this little isometric view thing, I guess, where it's like, as you're going, um, the camera pans. So, I I really, you know, I really should get a hold of these games and play through them again. I know, shoot, they're constantly doing a, um, I think they just finished their Nuzlocke Challenge, or their Water Team Nuzlocke Challenge on this game. Um, Eventually, I'm going to get, I think when Shining Diamond, no, Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl comes out, I believe I'm going to do the Nuzlocke on Brilliant Diamond, because Gen 4 just, that's what got me back into Pokemon, so... I really can't wait, and it comes out two days before my birthday. So, you know, maybe I should, I don't know, maybe I should make a Patreon, and <laughs> have people buy me games. I can't. I- I'm never gonna make a Patreon, I'm sorry, this that's just not me. That's not me, bro. That's not for me, bro. So, that being said, okay. Now, my third-round pick. You guys are probably wondering, well, what's, what's the last freaking got up his sleeve? What's he's gonna do? What's he gonna pull out? This is from the game Pokemon Heart Gold Soul Silver, and this is called. Just has the name, Polkathlon the Finals. Hope you guys enjoy.
1: Polkathlon finals from the
0: game Pokémon Heart Gold and SoulSilver. Silver. So, SoulSilver Silver and Heart Gold added this, these, this feature called the Polkathlon and it was comprised of two parts. So, one part was kind of like mm, a Battle Tower-esque type thing, where basically you were able to fight gym leaders from previous games and before the game. So, like you could fight gym leaders from Gen Four. Gen 3, Gen 2, Gen 1. Um, you could also fight trainers and st- and rivals from those other gens as well. Uh, they also had a mini game section. So depending on the mini games you pick, you could pick Pokemon to play in these mini games. I remember one was like um, shooting balls into goals. Another one was racing around a track. It was a- and I think another one was kind of like a uh, kind of like Pokemon Rumble, where you charge up the mon and try to knock them out the ring. It-, it was a lot of fun. And I remember me and my friend Justin spending hours playing these mini games. Like, we were obsessed with these mini games. And I remember his wife coming in. Like, I remember it was a Saturday. Uh, I think his, wait, was Chloe born yet? I went, oh wait, no, no. She wasn't pregnant with Chloe yet. They had, Alexis was still a toddler. And I think Alexis was with Justin's mom for a day who, hey, Miss Dawn, if you listen, hey. What's happening? <laughs> but anyway, uh, so she had le- his wife went somewhere, and me and him were just in his house. Uh, I think we had like something on TV, and we were sitting there playing the Polkaathon, and we played like I think we played the entire time she was gone. And when she came back, we were still playing. She goes, "You two are seriously still playing?" And we both just looked up. Her and was like, "Yes." So, <laughs> oh man, just and I'm mad because. Nintendo never brought back this feature. Like, ah, uh, God, that, that's Nintendo for you. Or maybe that's more game for I don't know. But it just, I know those Pokemon games has that habit of doing that where they'll have a great feature and then they scrap it for a really crappy feature. Like, all right. The, uh, what, what do they call them? The the, Poke, the, 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 uh, the events or whatever. The ones where they do like the fashion shows for the Pokemon, the beauty pageants. Um. The uh, the beauty pageants, the uh, what's it called? Uh, beauty pageants, the Poke Ami. Just a lot of this stuff is just really. Uh, and I think my biggest gripe with Nintendo, right, well, with Game Freak and the Pokemon Company right now, is that. All right. So in the previous games, you have what was called the VF, Well. Not more previous, but more like the DS games and stuff. You have what was called the VS Recorder. Where you could have a match with a friend. And you could record, you know, it recorded the battle. Okay. And not only were you able to re-watch the replay of the battle, you could upload it to the, uh, like, the GTS or whatever, the Global Trade Center. And it would give you a code so, like, if your friends wanted to watch the battle they just have to enter in the code and they could watch it. But also, anyone who downloaded the code for the battle, they could also have a mock battle against that team. And I know what I used to do is, I used to have a lot of mock battles with members of the East Coast Pokemon League, where I would battle someone, and if I lost to them, I would continually mock battle that team until I found a strategy that worked for me or whatever, and like, that's how I would get really good and come up with different strategies, and I feel like that was a really big part in Pokemon, like, in competitive Pokemon games, and they just got rid of the VS Recording feature for, uh, Sun, for Sword and Shield, and to me, that's just crazy. I'm like, whoa, 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 like, like, come on, like, that's just really ridiculous, and, like, the fact that Nintendo got rid of this, and, like, features, like, the Polk athlon it's just, like... Uh, one can hope that with um, Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl that maybe we'll get the VS Recorder back. There's rumored about Mega Evolutions being back. I can do without Z-moves. like They were great, but like to me, Z-moves were nothing more than Hyper Combos and fighting games. So, you know, it was just something the extra they added. But that being said, I would really like for Megas to come back. But we're, we're, I'm getting way off topic. This is how I get when I talk about Pokemon. Like, it's just this is just a... You know, this is just, this is just my life. So, moving on to our fourth round. What has Young Shoot chosen? Shoot's fourth round pick is the bicycle theme from Pokemon Black and White. So, uh, let's get our, you know, let's get our bicycle on. We'll be back. theme from the game pokemon black and white uh this was another <laughs> um, extended version uh this one was like 15 minutes long so i think i cut it at about four or five minutes so don't quote me on that but like yeah just uh really uh, bobby trap uh, man just I, I really feel bad like i remember some things about pokemon black and white like i remember the um i th- wait no wait was this the one where they introduced fairy was it? No, no, Black and White did introduce Fairy. That was X and Y. Uh, I think the f- Gym, I think the Champion, I think he had a Volcarona as his, in his team, so, yeah. I, black and White to Black, White, and Black and White 2, to me, were some of the hardest Pokemon games I ever played, especially Black and White 2, because I remember, after beating Elite 4 the first time in Black and White 2, I went back to fight them again to, like, level up and get some more cash. And all their Pokemon were, like, higher levels right off the bat. I'm like, sweet Jesus. Y'all went from being 50 to, like, 64 and 70. What the heck? Why? What did I do? I don't deserve this. I'm just a boy. I mean, I was a grown man at this time. But still, damn. Damn. <sighs> but I did get Givantula and Volcarona from this gen, so can't complain too much. So That being said was my fourth round pick This from comes from the game Pokemon Crystal granted. I've never played Crystal, but I heard this theme earlier and I was like oh, this sounds like a great theme. Let me look it up and granted the theme the version I heard was the original Game Boy version and it was okay, but I went to look for a more updated version and I did find one. So this is the battle Raikou, Entei, and Suicune theme. So this is the theme that plays whenever you battle any of the three legendary dogs in Pokemon Crystal. And this is a remastered version. And the remastered version was done by a gentleman named Zame, Uh, which is spelled Z-A-M-E, on Oh, wait, no, 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 whoa, that's the wrong one, I am so sorry, hold on, um, wow, I just had it, no, that's, that's something else, hold on a second, bear with me, people, one moment, alright, ah, where, that's not it, that's not it, where, ah, here it goes, alright, uh, it was a remastered version, done by, alright, right. Alright, the remastered version was done by a individual who's known as... Lo- uh, the YouTube channel is called Lost Impact Music. So, it's Lost Impact. All one word, and then music. Uh, he has a YouTube channel. It says here, this is a redo of an old rendition of mine. I actually tried remastering this before, but I never uploaded it here. Mostly based on the... Beta rse version with strings brass bass and piano but also had elements from the three heart gold soul silver versions and even some original elements okay so we will go ahead and give
1: this a listen and i hope you guys enjoy this is my fourth round pick
0: Entei, and Suicune theme from Pokemon Crystal. Um, I never played Crystal. Uh, I played I played Silver, Gold, Heart Gold, Soul Silver. So Crystal, I kind of skipped over because to me it was like, oh, this is for Game Boy Color. Even though I don't know, it just to me it seemed highly unnecessary to just buy crystal because i had already sunk so much time into pokemon silver as it was there was no point in me really getting Crystal. so and then at this point in time i think when crystal came out i was playing uh Link's awakening d yeah Link's awakening ds like which oh god such a great game oh my god just whoo such a great zelda game like it's definitely up there but with that being said all right so i I will say this, when it comes to, like, legendaries and things like that, uh, how do I put this, um, hmm. alright, so, in the first game, we had the legendary birds, Articuno, Moltres, Zapdos, Articuno was my favorite, I remember as a kid getting the Articuno legendary card, holographic card, out of a uh this is when they came out the second wave of pokemon trading card games the fossils and articuno was in a booster pack like remember i went to the hospital for a check i went to the doctors for a checkup i was out of school my mom took me downtown and we were at a music store she was picking up a cd and they just happened to be selling pokemon trading cards i was like mom can i get a pack she said sure and boom there was articuno and i was so happy and i'm a little sad because You know, that's a story for another time of what happened to that Articuno card. It's Again, my childhood wasn't that great. But, with that being said, Articuno was always my favorite. And I kind of got really big into water types because of the Pokemon trading card game. Because most ice types were considered water in the trading card game. Because in the trading card game, there's no ice types. It's just water. So, like, if it's an ice type, it's water. Case in point, like, alright... Ground types in the Pokemon game, in the Pokemon trading card game, ground and rock types are, um, they have, they use fighting energy, so they're considered fighting, so to say. Even though they weak to the other ones. It's a weird thing, but that's just how it was in the game. So, that being said, um, when it came to silver and gold, and we had Lugia and Ho-Oh, I'm like, cool, love Lugia. Oh-oh. Eh, I could do without it. I mean, it's a, it's just a giant rainbow phoenix, so to say. I mean, it's based on Japanese lore, but still. Uh, then we had um, the legendary dogs. Suicune, Entei, and Raikou. Now, don't get me wrong. I, I remember when I, I caught Suicune first because, oh, well, it's a water legendary. I gotta go for that. You know, my brother, he went for Entei. And I'm just like... I really don't like it. It's not that great. And again, I skipped over Gen 3. Gen 4, like... I always have this thing where... With each Gen, when they have the... Three Legendaries of a type. And I'm just like, you know... I feel like y'all could have put forth... Just a little bit more effort in some of these. Like, okay. So, Gen 4, we had the... Mech Sprit... Usus Sprits, and whatever. Like, Mesoph, or They were the three Psychic types. I'm like... Why do they look like, you know... Someone tried to make their own version of Mew? Uh... Gen 5? Was it black and white? I think they had the... Like, Tornad- Tornadus, Landorus, Thunderous. Uh... Gen 6. What's your three legendaries in Gen 6? I feel like in Gen 6, I think they just rinse and repeat the legendaries for um that gen like i think they just i don't think they had their own original three legendaries uh let me look that up real quick gen six three legendaries okay all right no no let's see gen five okay Alright, uh I, I was... Oh, wait, wait, hold, whoa, wait, hold on. Oh! I, oh, my God. Okay, so I... I'm somewhat... Alright, Gen 5 had the... Wow, okay, so Gen 5 had three... Had two types of the three legendaries. They had the legendary that... Verizian, Colbian, and Terrakian, which were fighting types, but, like, Terrakian was fighting rock, Verizian was grass fighting, and Colbian was still fighting, and then you had Thunderous, Landorus, and Tornadoes, which were, like, genies, okay? So, my question is... Gen... six... Legendary Pokémon. Alright. So, yeah, yeah, I was right. They just recycled, uh, like, yeah, they recycled it. They had the three original Alright, so they did Articuno's Zapdos, Moltres, and then Reku, Entei, Suicune. Okay. Then they had, uh, wait. No, this... Oh! I'm looking at the wrong list, okay. Alright, so... I'm sorry. I, I really should know this more. Alright, so Gen 6... Alright. Gen 6 had some weird legendaries. So... Alright. Yeah, I think, alright, I think Gen 6 was one of the Gens where they didn't have, like, the five Legendaries, if you ask me. Yeah, because, wow, apparently there's only seven. Yeah, there was only seven. Like, Hoopa, Volcanion, Javetal, Deonti, Zygarde, and Xerneas. So. I'm trying to remember with Gen 7, like... See, that's the thing with Pokemon, like they they come up with some Alright, oh yeah, Gen 7 was that alright, Gen 7, they just they that's when they added the Tapus and the ultra beast. That's when things really got off the rails to me, if you ask me. Like, here comes Gen 7. Okay, we got Tapu's, we got Ultra Beast. I'm like, Y'all got too many legendaries. Like, what is this? And I remember with Gen 7 they were like, was it Gen 7 or Gen 6? Where for the uh Competitive po- for the VGC uh, for competitive Pokemon training for like their tournaments and stuff. They, um, they were just like, you can use whatever Pokemon you want. And teams were stacked with like Rayquaza's and Kyorgas and this one and this one. It, it was ridiculous. Okay, just there was no originality. I hate that. Okay, can, can we just have some originality? But getting off topic, we are in. The last round of the night, ladies and gentlemen. So, me and Shoot, we've gone toe to toe, throwing one track after another. So, what's Shoot Kapow's final attack? What's his last track? It looks like Shoot's going to. Let me make sure I get this right. Looks like Shoot's gonna come off the top rope. It hit me with the battle. With Iris Champion from Pokemon Black and White 2. Here we go. Champion Iris from the game Pokémon Black and White 2. Uh, this was one, though another one of those extended tracks that uh, Shoot sent me. Uh, I believe the original tracks only like a minute long, hence why he went with the extended. They went with the extended tracks. Uh, so what I did is just cut it down a little. That's all. That being said, I do really remember this part of the game where when you go back to challenge the Elite Four in Black and White 2. Iris is now, rather than being a... Because I believe... I forget which one it is. I know in black and white... I know in black and white... Uh, they, the gym, the final gym leader changes. I think in... Either black... I think in black... Iris is the gym leader for the Dragon Gym. And I think in white, it's Dresden. I don't know for sure. But I know in black and white too... Iris is now the league champion, so. Oh, man, just... <laughs> oh, God. I'm just, I just remember the Pokemon TV show, Iris' Dragonite. It's like, all right, you guys thought Ash's Dragonite was a bit of a butthead during the first season? Huh! Ash's Dragonite, I mean, Ash's Charizard ain't got nothing on Iris' Dragonite. If y'all ever really want to... Man, go and watch clips and just type in Iris's Dragonite and watch the madness. Like that thing has got an attitude on it. So with that being said, so this this was shoots' final attack of the night. So you gotta wonder what what, what does the old man got for the young gunslinger? What what's the last freaking got in his back pocket? What's he got? Does he still got it? Do, I, do, do you guys think I still got it? Do you think I can still pull the gun from my holster and get off two shots before a young shoot? Yeah, bet, bet dollars of donuts I can. So let's think about this. This is Gen 2. The moment this young individual challenged me to this match, I already knew in my head what my final track was going to be. I didn't care what shoot picked. I knew what track I was going to choose last. You all should know too. Think about it. I haven't played a certain track all night long. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. If you haven't guessed it by now, my last track of the night is none other than National Park. Now, here's the thing. I went and I listened to like the original, which was great, which was like superb. Then I listened to the remastered version for Heart Gold and Soul Silver, which was also great. But then I came across one that, once I heard it, I was like, "Oh my god! Like this is wonderful. This is fantastic. That this is it. This is it right here." So. My last track of the night, my final attack, is National Park Remastered from a game Pokemon Heart Gold and Soul Silver. And the remaster is done by an individual called Zame. I got the name wrong earlier, I mistaken it for um, Battle and Entei, and Suicune Remastered. But this is from Zane. Uh Zane goes by Z A M E. And you can look it up on his YouTube channel. But yeah, this is National Park Remastered. And again, Pokemon Heart Gold Soul (laughs) Silver. Enjoy. Was National Park Remastered from the game Pokemon Heart Gold Soul Silver? The remastered was done by Zane. Z A M E. Look, you cannot talk about Pokemon Silver, Gold, Crystal, Heart Gold, Soul Silver without talking about the Bug Casting Contest. National Park just. I remember as a kid playing this game, and coming into this area, and just this song hits, and it's so peaceful. It's so calming. And then, when the remasters came out, came out, and they added a piano. I was like, just oh my god, this is so soothing. Like this is music you play to help your kids go to sleep at night. But we've come to the end of the match, and we're going into the part of show we like to call
1: Sudden Death. Sudden Death!
0: So, the Sudden Death part of the show, as you all may know, have you listened up to this point? Is basically should, like, you know, there be a tie, which in the past couple of episodes, my god, have there been some ties? Have there been some close episodes? And while I'm on it, I just want to say thank you to everyone that has participated this season. We have had some great episodes, from the Licensing Hell in a Cell... To the smoothest slug fest, To the dad fight, which I will get to in just a moment. But thank you to everyone who has participated and has made this show great. You're all awesome. But back to the fact of the matter. We are in the sudden death part of the show. So an off chance that there is a tie. The two fighters have a chance to pull one last vote to win it all. So, Young shoots sudden death track of the night is Gym Leader Last Pokemon Music from the game Pokemon Black and White. Here we go. That was, Gym Leader Last Pokemon Music from the game Pokemon Black and White. I do, I think this is the music it plays when you're battling against the Gym Leader himself. Uh, that being said, um... Hmm, man, just... How do I compete with that? Well, I came across a track while I was looking up my tracks. And, so, before um, Sun and Moon, when it came... I really, like, I was kind of in the competitive Pokemon scene, but I wasn't really in the competitive Pokemon scene. And when Sun and Moon came out around that time, I was really starting to get into it. And, uh, so, uh, you know, I'll explain after the track. This is Battle Factory from the game... Pokemon Heart Gold Soul Silver. Please enjoy.
1: Was Battle
0: Factory from the game Pokemon Heart Gold Soul Silver. So, here's the thing as I was saying, so I really didn't. Uh, so, when I think what was it? Alpha Sapphire and Mega Ruby came out, I had moved up to Buffalo. When I got up to Buffalo, uh, me and my family were homeless at the time. And I think what was it like? within a month and a half or so, we finally found an apartment. So we moved an apartment and within three days of moving an apartment, the gold Ram car broke down on us. Um, it's kind of my fault. It had a loose radiator hose. It was my first car. I didn't know much next to nothing about cars. So the engine overheated from, you know, coolant constantly leaking out and, in the end, I killed the engine. So uh, long story short, basically, um, and I had to trade a bunch of stuff in just to get money so I could catch the bus to get to and from work till I got my first paycheck. And one of the things I had to trade in was my Pokemon Alpha Sapphire. And it was a, for like a couple of months while I was working, I was very dejected. I was down, like I was beaten down. I was sad because it was like, okay, here I am. We lost the car. We just got the place though, but I'm working these hours. All these crazy hours i'm catching three buses just to get to work taking two buses and then walking 45 minutes just to get home after work i got another kid on the way like i just i was very beaten down and then i was living in a place that i i didn't know many people and you know i happened to make a friend at work who turned out to be a very good friend and damn near a brother to me uh, we bonded over many things video games and wrestling being one of the many things and anime um, it just, it was just like, oh man, like, I, I just can't believe this, this, Pat, like, I, I was feeling really down on myself, and there's an individual involved with the East Coast Pokemon League named Robin, and she had, um, I don't know, she had messaged me and me and her started talking, and she actually lit the fire underneath me to want to get back into playing Pokemon again and playing competitive Pokemon. So, I had a few games lying around the apartment I actually wasn't playing, and I traded it in at a local game store known as Oogie Games, spelled O-O-G-E-E, and I went and got Pokemon Alpha Sapphire again, and I started playing Pokemon again and getting really competitive with it, but it wasn't until, like, Sun and Moon that I really, really, really got into it because... That's when I started doing things like Battle Towers and stuff like that. Because I never really did like the Battle Towers stuff in the previous games. Except for... Oh, wait. I think um, Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Let me correct that. I think in... Actually, no. I think in Alpha Sapphire, I was doing the Battle Towers. Because I wanted to unlock the trophies. But Sun and Moon and Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, I really, really got into playing the Battle Towers. I really got into playing competitive Pokemon. So... With HeartGold and Soul Silver, I wasn't really, like, playing competitive Pokemon, so I didn't really mess with the Battle Towers. So, I never heard this track. So, I kind of feel like, you know, like, duh, like, oh, man, I can't believe I missed this banger of a track. So, yeah, this is my sudden death track, so. And that's gonna be the end of the show. Um, This is Gen 2 versus Gen 5 Pokemon Battle. Myself versus Young Shoot Kapow. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, a few shout outs I want to give out. Um, shout out to Game That Toon. They're going to be doing their 250th episode next week. So, congratulations, guys. Um, also, congratulations to become the inaugural VGM Fight Club Tag Team Champions. Um, I also want to give a shout out to VGM Journey. Uh, alex just started his patreon and his first uh patreon exclusive episode he made free to the public i believe uh he him and his fiance carly do what's called the bgm side quest where they talk about they play music and talk about games and stuff and it's really hilarious and quite adorable you two have a whole thing so um they may or may not participate on the show next season we'll see no 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 you know no promises just you know Nothing but happy surprises. Uh, Also want to give a shout-out to Rhythm and Pixels. Um, You guys still going? Keep the good work over there. Shout-out to VGM Embassy, KVGM The Last Wave. And um, something I wanted to plug real quick. So I started doing this thing on WW2K18 where I took a bunch of the people in the VGM podcast community... And I made creative wrestles of them. And I started a season mode with them. Where I have the computer simulate the matches. And oddly enough. So the first episode. It was myself against John Regan. And I did not know this about this game. Because with WWE 2K18. I didn't like the My Career mode. So I really didn't play that. I tried to play more of the just game itself. And, norm- and honestly. I just only really played it with friends. Apparently. In the... WWE Universe Mode There's an option where you can set up squash matches and the frequency of them So I didn't even know this was a thing until I watched the video because I I set my creative character against John's creative character And John's creative character like just demolished my creative character. I'm like, what is this? Come to find out that the game randomly assigns squash matches and That's what happened John's first match against me... Was a squash match... And I'm just like... I didn't even know this was a thing... What the hell? So... (laughs) That might happen again... Uh, So... That being said... If any of you who are listening to this... Would love to have a creative wrestler... Put onto the show... In your likeness or whatever... um, All I will need is just... You know... DM me... Well... Message me on Discord... The link will be in the show notes... If you're not part of the show already... Or you can email me at vgmfightclub at hotmail.com. We do have a Facebook page. I don't know why I still have it up. Nobody goes there. Uh, You can catch us on most, you know, Anchor, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. The podcast will probably be there. I feel like I'm ripping off Alex. (laughs) Um, But yeah, if you do want to create a wrestler, all I really need is how you would like your, like. I just need like maybe a picture of you, like a facial picture. So I can figure out, like, what to do. Because right now, I'm just making a bunch of generic wrestlers and just adding, like, you know, facial hair and other hair to make them look like their real-world counterparts. So that, uh, how you want your wrestler to, like, their ring attire, how you want them to come out to the ring. I need at least two signatures and two finishing moves for you. And how you would like your entrance to be and... I don't know anything else Like if you want your wrestler to be a certain type of wrestler Like if you want them to be more technical Or more smash mouth So on and so forth okay Uh, The most recent wrestler I created Was Kung Fu Carlito And you know he's (laughs) His finishing moves Are known as Carlito's Way Which is a um, takedown German suplex And um, The Heroes 3 Flurry (laughs) So uh just, I'm actually having a lot of fun doing this. I streamed episodes um, every Wednesday or Thursday, depending on my schedule that day. Uh, next week, it'll actually be streamed on Wednesday again, because I will be recording my season finale of my other podcast, Senpai's Playlist, with my co-host Claire on Thursday. So, the next episode will be recorded on, will be streamed, and then uploaded to YouTube on Wednesday. Uh, With that being said, um, speaking of season finale, regardless of the outcome of this match, next week's season 10, well, the next episode, which will be our 10th episode of the second season, will feature myself versus the VGM Fight Club champion Bedroth in a match he suggested after our dad fight, well, during our dad fight. Ninja Turtles versus Power Rangers, that's right. Now the rules of this matchup will be as follow. So it will go, one of us will choose, which I believe if I'm correct, let me pull up my notes real quick. Alright, let's see. Alright, so, Off has decided to go his first two tracks of the night will be Ninja Turtles. So my first two tracks of the night to counter his has to be Power Rangers. Tracks three and four of his will be Power Rangers, and that tracks three or four of mine will be Ninja Turtles. And then the final track from each of us, our round five track, will be whatever we want it to be. Also, as well as the sudden death, could be whatever we want it to be. The reason why I decided to do this is because I went back and thought about like how as iconic as the Ninja Turtles are, I mean as not that um as iconic as the Power Rangers are. You just can't beat certain songs for the Ninja Turtle games. Like, Jesus Christ. um, Turtles in time alone. Come on, man. What's competing up against, um, you know, Alley Cat Blues? Exactly. So, I told Bedroff, let's do this a certain way to make it fair. Round one and two will be Ninja Turtles or Power Rangers, depending on whoever wins a coin toss, which he won the coin toss, so he chose to go... Turtles first, so now I have to count his Turtles with Power Rangers for rounds 1 and 2. Rounds 3 and 4 will be, he has to choose Power Rangers, so on and so forth. So it's vice versa. Okay, so it's even throughout. Now the round 5, the final round is a free-for-all, so who knows what happens. So, yeah, look forward to that match in a few weeks. Um, I don't know if I'm going to do it live with Bedroth, or if we're just going to, he's going to submit his tracks, so I'll report by myself, We'll see. I got a lot of stuff going on. Um, next Friday, I will be driving down to go get my kids for the summer. So, which is another reason why I'm going, taking, making this my season finale because I'll have my kids for most summer. I will be back the first week of August, or maybe the second week of August. It depends on what my work schedule is looking like and what my personal life is looking like. So, with that being said, um, thank you all for tuning in. We're going to close out the show with a track from a group whom I've personally seen live and in concert, and I think there's no better way than to close out the show with this track. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Power Glove and their song Gotta Catch Them All with vocals from Tony Keiko. So, with that being said, in the words of Kenny Omega, thank you and good night, and it's always Wu-Tang forever have a good one